This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to the Broncos Avenue podcast. I'm your host with my brand new co-host. We have Jordan Lopez um, from Predominantly Orange, my good friend uh, here on the podcast today. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know uh, on Twitter and Instagram, I did announce that we are with uh, adding Jordan as a new co-host on the show. Um, so we got two Jordans on the show now. Um, really excited to get this thing going. Uh, Jordan, um, we got a little uh, caught up and busy tonight, so we're not going to have him on tonight, but he will be back eventually. But Jordan, um, great to have you on the show, man. Uh, just to be as a co-host, um, everybody, you know, give them a warm welcome. I'm really excited to do great things with you on here. This is kind of like our first, uh, you know, episode with you as the co-host now. So I'm really excited to get things uh, kicked off with you, man. Um, obviously the schedule released today and then we got the cream Jackson resigning to go over, but how are you feeling, man, based off of, uh, you know, just joining the show and then obviously the schedule release. Man, I'm feeling great, you know, to to be uh, now a, a co-host of a, a paid Broncos uh, podcast. Look at, us, look at us now. You know, look at us. So, uh, nah, in all seriousness, I mean, I love that. And I, I always like, you know, joining and now being co-host is good. The schedule release came out looking very favorable for us. So everything's going good. Yeah, man, just uh, just doing John Elway's work on here, man. Is yeah. it's all his it's all his plan. So, if you know, you know. But anyways, um, so yeah, obviously the schedule uh, released uh, for the you know this is like a very like raw and immediate reaction. Like literally, the schedule released like thirty five minutes ago. So uh, we're recording this like very uh, you know immediate raw reaction to the schedule. So go ahead and uh, pop it up on the screen here. So yeah, the Denver Broncos. Um, I believe uh, in the preseason they have like the Rams, the Cardinals, um, and then like another team in the preseason as well. Um, and then starting with uh, week one in the regular season, uh, we got the Las Vegas Raiders, who the Broncos have lost four games in a row to now. Um, definitely uh, not the not the best uh, run there, especially to a team that, I me mean, personally, I hate more than any other team in the NFL. And to you know, start off the season in Denver at Empower, Empower Field in the mile high against the Va- Las Vegas Raiders, who just uh, you know got rid of Derek Carr, released. Him. And now Jimmy G, they essentially downgraded at quarterback. Um, Josh McCown uh, reuniting with Jimmy G. So their first game together is going to be in the mile high at 225 on CBS. Just like it feels like every game, you know, we watch for the Broncos on CBS. We see a lot here on the schedule. But Jordan, how are you feeling about uh, the opening week? Um, I know some people were kind of throwing out some other ones. Maybe I saw a few days ago people wanted the Broncos and Jets on primetime week one. That would have definitely been an interesting one. Um, but it turns out they're going to go against to a divisional rival that they've definitely uh, uh, you know, they've been getting the best of them uh, lately the last few seasons. Yeah, I think the opening week is actually a, a great way to start the week for us. I think especially game one starting at home, you know, with Champagne coming in this very first game, I think I think it's very good for us, um, especially actually the very first two weeks, you know, opening up the season, very first two games home. I think that's very, very good for us. Um, 
you know, kind of just getting, you know, our feet wet a little bit, you know, there's going to be a new offense for all the guys. So there's going to be a big learning curve. So I think starting at home is going to be very beneficial for us. And I like that we're starting against the Raiders first. I like it. Yeah. I was like with the, with the whole schedule, obviously we're going to get to the bye week in a minute, but Looking at, you know, kind of hoping with the way the schedule turned out, I was really hoping for either the Chiefs or Raiders week one, because if you want to talk about a brand new team and everything, making a statement to start off the season, this is the game that you want. Like past few seasons, we haven't really had a week one game where we have to make a statement. I mean, we've had the Titans a few years ago, then the Giants and um, last year's the Seattle. I mean, that was kind of I, I don't really know if that was a statement game. I mean, going into that game, everybody was like, yeah, the Broncos are going to blow them out. And essentially, they just really showed the, you know, uh, America what what they weren't going to be so um you know this year going up against a divisional opponent that's gotten the best of them um both teams have kind of you know shifted things differently offensively the broncos are kind of adapting a new offense with sean payton um the raiders are going more to what jimmy g does best and you know hit their what they were running there in new england between him and jo um and uh, josh mcdaniels so i'm really excited to see how this uh, opening week turns out um Definitely a good way to start off the season, in my opinion. If you can get a win here, start off 1-0 in the AFC West. That's a great uh, path towards the playoffs where the Broncos hope to be. Um, then week two, uh, one of these games that I definitely – the Broncos have to – I mean, you know, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like this has to be a blowout week two. I mean, we they're looking like Sam Howell is going to be their starter. I mean, th this has got to be like a, a three-touchdown victory, in my opinion, if, if you're actually legit here in week two. Yeah, and it's no disrespect to Washington. I mean, they're just they're yeah. just kind of on that rebuild phase. And if you want to be a, a legit contender, especially the way we're constructed and with Sean Payne as head coach, this has to be a must win. If if this is a loss, it's gonna be it's gonna you were gonna notice at the end of the year. We we need this win. I think it's it's gonna be a win. And um, you know, by then hopefully our offense, you know, is already building a little bit of chemistry. I think this is gonna be a big game, not only for the offense, but just as a team in general just, you know, get a very comfortable win. Yeah, exactly. And just like I said, the quarterback situation there, obviously they got Eric Bieniemy. I mean, that's probably their biggest offseason addition, um, to be honest. And so that that entire, uh, I would like to see improvement for their offense just based off of that. But I don't, I don't know too much on, um, you know, what whether or not Eric Bieniemy is going to bring a different element to their team and, you know, improve them essentially. Like you said, they're kind of in a rebuilding stage. In my opinion, this has to be a blowout. Um, you know, I, I really I really don't want the Broncos to kind of play down to their opponents, kind of similar to what they did a little bit last year uh, in the beginning. We saw with uh, week two against Houston, they barely won that game when it really should have been a blowout. Um, just, you know, constantly missing out on, um, you know, capitalizing in the red zone. So I would like to see improvement there. Then week three is uh, definitely I would consider this like the first big test um, for the Broncos. Obviously, you want to beat the Raiders, get over that hump. But um, at 1 p.m. Eastern, they will be at Miami, their very first away game in hard rock stadium um the dolphins uh dolphins fans i know you jordan you live in florida so you probably uh, know quite a bit about those fans over there um the miami dolphins probably the, the first in my opinion the first big test for the broncos they're considered to be uh definitely a contender there um up in the afc east so uh what are we thinking about this uh, week three matchup against the dolphins who, who are you kind of giving an early predict early prediction to win this one so i mean for my early prediction i think we are gonna drop this one and i do say drop, you know, I'm, I'm picking my words carefully. I, I say drop because I, at the end of the year, I think we are going to be a better team than Miami. But I did mention this, you know, on social media. One of the, when the schedule came out, I, one of the very first games I was going to look out for was from Miami. And it's not just because I live here and all that. It's just because if we play them early on in the season, that, that weather is a problem. 
We saw it with the Buffalo Bills going in there. They had about like 10 guys with like having a whole bunch of heat problems going into the locker room in and out. Yeah. Saw with the Vikings, even though they pulled out the win, their bench was over 125 degrees. I mean, it, it gets really rough down here. So uh, to see that we're playing them very early in the year does scare me. Um, I wish we were kind of playing them later in the year, maybe December or, or November, but it is what it is. I do think we dropped this one, but I think I think it'll be a good game. Nonetheless, I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, definitely two teams with uh, especially two of the whole situation. He could have potentially retired last offseason or yeah. this offseason. Um, so he's going to be wanting to prove everybody uh, wrong and show what he can be in the NFL as a you know an elite quarterback, essentially. Um, I thought you brought up a really good point because I've been watching the NBA playoffs a lot lately, and they talk about how the that mile-high altitude for the Denver Nuggets is such a big advantage. And we're seeing in, in this series against the Suns, every, and they're 6-0 and in, in home in the playoffs. And they also mentioned like when you talk about the mile high altitude you have to talk about the humidity and just the overall exhausting heat in miami like it when they're talking about the miami heat like it's very 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 tough environment to play in um probably two of the toughest environments to play in all of sports honestly um so you brought you did bring up a really good point um it, it i don't know if it was like it'd be better if it was later in the season just because we know the team's going to be more busted down the stretch. And I don't know if it's better if it's earlier um, just because they're more fresh and uh, they haven't played as many games. I could be wrong there, but um, definitely to get a tough test like this early in, in your first away game, that, that definitely is going to be one hell of a test. And I really hope Sean Payne will be up for it. Yeah, I will, I will add to it. I mean, th this game does have its benefits and, and its negatives, especially yeah. the negative, you know, being the weather, especially me. I'm, I live down here 24-7. I, I can tell firsthand <laughs> with the heat. But also, we can take we can spin this in a positive way. Vic Fangio, which we all know, you know, his system is very complex but also very good. This is his first year in Miami. So I know he has guys like Chubb who knows the system, but, you know, that secondary needs is going to have to learn it. So playing them now in the, in the beginning of the season may actually be you know, a benefit for us if we look at it in that way. Yeah, and I, this is going to be, uh, I believe, like, yeah, the first game that the Broncos have faced Vic Fangio since they fired him as the head coach. So this will be an interesting one. Bradley Chubb's first game against his former team. Um, he won't be returning to the mile high, as like we mentioned, it will be in the my, uh, a Hard Rock Stadium. But, yeah, this will definitely be a, a tough test. I was going to ask you, do you think you'll be going, uh, going to this game? Yeah. Yeah, I, I will, I will awesome. be in attendance no matter what, so I'll be there. Awesome. All right, so uh, speaking of being in attendance, uh, this next game at, at Chicago, for those of you guys that don't know, I do uh, live in Chicago, so 100%. Um, I will be at this game. I'll be giving coverage uh, at Soldier Field. Um, it will be a noon game. Um, I'm really excited for this one. Um, this is actually going to be my first uh, Broncos game I've ever gone to, so I'm really, really excited uh, to see this one. I fully expect um, – the Denver Broncos come out on top on this one. I know that I know the Bears went crazy with the spending and everything, but I mean the Broncos. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think they spent more money than the Bears did, if not close. I mean, um, so they both improved their teams drastically. I think the Broncos may have made some better moves outside of maybe Mike McGlinchey, but um, I think from overall, just looking at it offensively, defensively, the Broncos are better on paper, even at quarterback and all of that. Um, I I'm a big Justin Fields fan. I watched him. You, pretty much every single game he started at uh, Ohio State huge fan um so this will be a really cool game for me to go to um but yeah I'm really I'm really excited for this one I do expect the Broncos to be like three and one after this game yeah I do too I, I think they pick up the win in Chicago and they win in front of you more more importantly 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I know I hear the Justin Fields chatter, and I'm, I'm not, as of right now, I'm not a big believer in him. I think Denver's defense will give them fits. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when, you know, the game's going to matter the most, which is in the fourth quarter, hopefully we have the lead by then. He's going to have to throw the ball, and uh, I'll take a Denver secondary over that. So, Absolutely. I think they're definitely going to give him issues, and this is one of the best secondaries in the league. So um, definitely interesting how Bears fans seem to be a little bit confident at this one at home. Um, I don't even think Soldier Field is that much of a whole home advantage at all. I know we're talking about um, you know home advantages in the NFL and sports in general. I don't think Soldier Field is really one of those, even as they're looking to you know relocate. That, that, that says a lot. So um, the next one is going to be um, in back in uh, the mile high after two away games. The Broncos will be facing off against the Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett led Jets. Um, Nathaniel Hackett will be making his uh, his return um, to the mile high. This is going to be so – like I'm just laughing. Hilarious just to see him on the opposite sideline calling uh, calling plays. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, obviously um, all the Broncos country thought that by getting Nathaniel Hackett, we would get Aaron Rodgers. And this is going to be just kind of a game where for all the diehard fans, you're like, man, that's what we should have had right now in Denver. Um, but ultimately, I'm more happy with uh, with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. I don't care. Um, the uh, but obviously, the Broncos are going to be going up against two guys that they potentially could have had on their side of the field. What are we thinking about this game at home? Um, it will be at 225 uh, Mountain Time on CBS. Um, so it actually won't be a primetime game after all. Yeah, I mean, and I think we should actually, you know, reference what happened last year, you know, with Nathaniel Hack and the offense. You know, that the offense is going to, you know, those players from the Jets on the offense. I know they have Rodgers who knows the system, but... I'm talking about Garrett Wilson. I'm talking about Brees Hall, the offensive lineman. They're going to have to get used to that playbook, whether good or bad. Um, so I think by this time, they'll still be gelling. Um, in order, mm-hmm. uh, and talking about us, I think we should already be gelling already. You know, Sean Payne, you should, we should already feel the effects of Sean Payne and his offense by here, uh, week five. So uh, mm-hmm. I do think we pull out the win. I don't think it's a blowout. I think it'll be a very close game, maybe like a 23-20 type game. Um, which I know fans may be upset because we will barely beat Nathaniel Hackett. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it is Rodgers. Rodgers is a really good quarterback. Exactly. And uh, we we should get the win here. And it will be a good one. Yeah, I mean, you got the MVP on the, others, on the other offense. And he, you know, obviously, in my opinion, is still like a top five quarterback in the NFL. He's going to still be that guy. Um, and him and Nathaniel Hackett, for some reason, apparently just get together really well, both, um, you know, with the relationship wise and schematically in their offense. So um, I think I think they'll be ready to play this game. Obviously, the Jets, you can't sleep on their stout defense. Um, I've seen a lot of people have been com- uh, comparing the New York Jets to the Denver Broncos, saying that they're going to be the 22 Denver uh, 2022 Denver Broncos in this upcoming season. Um, I don't know. I don't really necessarily agree with that as much as I would love to say that. Um, you know, for Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, we all kind of hate on him, but and clown on him. But um, Aaron Rodgers, like I said, is going to be Aaron Rodgers at the end of the day. I still think he's he's an elite quarterback, and the Broncos secondary is going to have to be ready to play. Um, PS2 versus uh, Garrett Wilson should be a really good matchup. I mean, you're getting that they have a really loaded wide receiver room. That's like, that's like a huge thing. It's like they got Alan yeah. Lazard. They they got all all those additions uh, to the you know the receiver room. Uh, Randall Cobb very up there in age, but I mean he's one of the, you know Aaron Rodgers' best friends over the course of his career. So this will be just from like a relationship standpoint and all the the 
all the past that we know between these uh, these two teams and uh, specific players and coaches. It's going to be a highly anticipated game on uh, October 8th. Um, so the next game will be the Denver Broncos' first primetime game of the year. And let's go ahead and talk about this overall. Were you surprised by the Broncos being awarded four primetime games? And essentially, it could, it, you could count it as like five primetime games because there's a game against the Cleveland Browns on Fox that will be uh, nationally televised. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I mean, you know, as someone, you know, who likes primetime games and would want to see the Denver Broncos primetime games, I mean, I, I would obviously love it. Um, but, I mean, it, it adds another spectacle. You know, we do have Russell Wilson. You know, he's still a big-name quarterback. Adding Sean Payne is only going to make it even bigger. You know, this offense is going to improve no matter what. It cannot be worse than last year. We already saw how bad it was. This team is going up. It has to get better, and I believe it is going to be better. That's why I think they give us more primetime games than not. So, I mean, I, you know, a, a lot of people like to uh, kind of bash the Broncos for, you know, how we acted last year and stuff, but I think this year is going to be totally different. Yeah, so uh, the Denver Broncos will be leaving the Mile High and going to uh, Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium to face the Chiefs for the first time. Um, you know, the Broncos, I believe it's at a 15-game mark right now that they've lost at a road to the Chiefs. Just absolutely unacceptable. Um, they're going to be on primetime uh, Thursday Night Football, Amazon Prime Video. Um very highly anticipated matchup, just like it is every year. It feels like um, the Broncos absolutely. I mean, they have to. It might, they got to split at least one of these games against the Chiefs this year, right? Because like yeah. it's been a long time. It's very un, it's very unrealistic to maybe say that they sweep the Chiefs. It's definitely possible though, because you look at the last two years, even with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, they could have they could have won those games. Like Melvin Gordon selling, Drew Locke selling late in the game, and that interception. And Tyron Matthew and double coverage. I mean, it's just been getting really, really close. And then last year, the Broncos could have swept the Chiefs. I mean, it's crazy to say they could have done it. And Russell Wilson gets injured, and just the last game didn't go our way either. So it's just, it's just really unfortunate. But what are we thinking about, you know, the results of this first game here in Arrowhead? Yeah, and even though ESPN won't talk about it or any national media won't talk about it because oh, it's just the Chiefs beating the Broncos. I mean, th those games have been notoriously close. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, like you said, you can make a big argument that we could have won last year. Um, I think in, in regards to this game, I do think we dropped this one. It's a short turnaround at Kansas City. It's a tough place to play, and they always play as good. I do think we dropped this one, but I think at the very end we do split 1-1. Nice, nice. So our first win uh, this upcoming season, I have to agree with you. I think Sean Payne's. there's no way he's going to he's gonna let this team get swept by the Chiefs this upcoming season. I bet you it's a big goal on the minds of this uh, organization uh, coming up here. Obviously, Pat Mahomes, I mean, we could talk for an extended amount of time about him. He's going to keep doing Pat Mahomes things, and they're going to continue to drop lots of points, you know, despite how, how many takeaways our, our secondary gets. And it feels like lately, PS2, Josie Jewell, they've been just owning Mahomes, and he still, find, he still finds a way to put up, you know, 30 plus points on our defense so yeah. i'm really excited for these uh, matchups honestly like even though we're we're on a 15 game losing streak to them this is probably like this thursday night game is probably like my favorite game besides the chicago one because i'm going to be going there um this is probably like my favorite game i'm looking at so far on the schedule that i'm like really really hyped up for it because i think this one or um it's and then the next game is going to be just two weeks later um yeah. against uh the um, against the Chiefs in at home in the mile high uh, right before our bye week. So to get a win there would be just huge. Like one of these two games right here is probably like my favorite game of the season. But um, moving along from that, uh, the Broncos go ahead and head back home um, from that uh, Kansas City Chiefs game to take on the Green Bay Packers. 
um, who obviously the they just traded away Aaron Rodgers uh, for multiple picks to the New York Jets. So they will be uh, with Jordan Love. Um, what is your kind of your, your opinion on the the Jordan Love, um, you know, my, uh, Matt Lafleur offense, uh, you know, brewing here in uh in Green Bay? They got him a lot of weapons in the draft. I'll give him that. They got my guy uh, Jaden Reed. Yeah, no, they they for sure helped them out, and I think it only by the time now at uh, training camp to the regular season to even week seven, you know, Jordan Love is going to have to progress, you know, in order for Green Bay to be good this year, it's gonna, a lot is going to have to depend on him. Um, but I mean, this is, this is a little tricky game. I think, you know, we can count this game. Maybe like, I would not be surprised if we drop a home game like this one to Green Bay, just because of the weapons, Aaron Jones and stuff like that. But I, at the end, I do think we get the win and I know, at this point, we'll have a winning record, and some fans are a bit pessimistic and say, oh, we won't have a winning record by then. But no, I think the season's different. Champagne's different. And I think this defense is actually going to be better than expected, especially with Vance Joseph. I think people are expecting a little bit of a downfall, but I think you know, it's just as good as last year, and I think it's going to give Jordan Love some fits. Absolutely. I, I got to take the Broncos here. Um, don't really see uh, you definitely. This definitely could be one of those uh, those ones that goes up in the air, kind of like an upset game. But um, I, I would have to pick the Broncos here. I just feel like the the Packers, they're going to be below a, a 500 team this year, um, in my opinion. Um, so I, I definitely at home. I just I don't I don't see Jordan Love coming in at home in week seven uh, to, you know, in the mile high his first time in the mile high. I just don't see him giving much of the given the Broncos much of an issue at all. Um, so we just uh, spoke about the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so the Broncos go ahead and head back home right before their week nine bye week, um, which, by the way, this bye week, I very, very was I was super shocked that we actually got I, last year. Wasn't in a uh, week nine bye week as well It was something I, I believe it was like week nine, something very generous, just like this year. Yeah, they, this is a perfect. I mean, we couldn't ask for a better bye week. Just exactly the season. Perfect. Very favorable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely perfect. Uh, I wrote about this in my latest article for Predominantly Orange. This is one of the biggest things I was going to look at, um, you know, in the schedule release right away. And to see a week nine bye week, man, just perfect. Right after you uh, have that Chiefs game, whether you lose or win, you're still going to get time to prep for uh, the Bills, who are still one of the top three best teams in the AFC. So you're uh, definitely going to have to get uh, plenty of, um, you know, preparation for that as they will be facing uh, the Bills on Monday Night Football in Buffalo. So um, definitely get some good preparation there if you have some injuries from that, you know, hard-fought Chiefs game. We always know those games get physical. Um, You have extra time to prepare for that against, uh, you know, uh, a you know, a playoff contender in the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but this this game against the Kansas City Chiefs right before the bye, um, just a few days before Halloween, what are you thinking about this one? Um, you know, I know it probably depends a lot on how the first the first one goes, but what are you thinking? I think October 29th, everyone would take a sigh of relief. The streak will be That's broken. Fair. And again, I am. we sound biased, but I promise you, I think it's a different year. Champagne is going to change this team, this whole organization, the program, everything. I think they get it done at home. And then from October 29th all the way to November 12th, I'll say, right before the Bills game, everyone will be on a high about how we just finally beat the Chiefs and all that. But Champagne's mentality is going to be one game at a time. Got to focus on the next one. And uh, I think this will be a very big game. And it would, it's going to – I'm just saying, it's going to be a very big game. 
Yeah, absolutely. I at my very very early prediction, I'm saying we we drop that one in Kansas City, but then we come back and win this one and get all the all the momentum and uh, in the world to head into that by you know week nine by week with all the confidence and then head into Buffalo. That's like the perfect situation right there. I think you lose that you lose that Chiefs game. I'm not too sure about that Jets game. You lose that Chiefs game. You beat uh, Green Bay. Um, I think that Green Bay game might be a little closer than people think. You go and uh, you go back home to, um, against Kansas City. You win this one. Um, I don't think it definitely won't be a blowout. It'll be pretty close, but I think we win this one. Finally, like you said, a sigh of relief. You go into week nine by week. You have a lot of momentum. This is like the perfect situation for Broncos country and the team as well. Um, this is that's just kind of like a dream scenario, and that's honestly how I could see it going. Sean Payton's going to make all the difference in the world in this one, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so going into uh, that Monday night football game against the Buffalo Bills, Highmark Stadium, a prime time, the Broncos' second prime time game of the season up to this point. What are you thinking about this one? Um, I, I actually just realized as we're recording this, uh, this is the second consecutive year that we have a, a bye week on my birthday. That's actually crazy. But um, so one week later, we will be playing the Buffalo Bills um, on November thirteenth, and uh, in Buffalo, like I mentioned. What are you thinking about this one? This is obviously one of the best teams, not only in the AFC but the NFL. And I know Stephon Diggs is going to be um, him and Josh Allen definitely after the way they went out in the playoffs. They're going to lo- be looking to uh, you know have revenge at any team in the AFC yeah I mean especially coming off a of bye week you think you know the team's gonna be prepared you know you're expecting for a, a very good win we are playing a very very tough team yeah at Buffalo a very tough place to play mm-hmm. on prime time yeah my you know another prime time loss is gonna be is gonna look bad you know some national media is probably gonna be bashing us but I I, I just don't think we'll pull this one off I do think we put up a good fight though I don't think it's going to be like last year how if we come off the bye week and we, we still look really, really bad, unorganized, unprepared. Payne will get the guys straight. I think they'll battle their ass off, but I think I think at the end we'll drop it. Yeah, this is one of this is another one of those teams that's just been getting on my nerves the last few years. We saw it in the preseason last year where they completely just ran up the score, did not, you know, their second team, third team was clearly much more stronger than ours on the depth from all angles. Um, and then in the regular season as well, we saw last a few years ago, uh, the color rush game, the Drew Lock, they absolutely lose by like 30 or something. I mean, the, the Broncos have been getting a lot of trouble from the Bills um, ever since uh, they passed on Josh Allen. He's been the franchise quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. So this is one of those I would love to see see them win. The Bills fans, are they definitely get on my nerves just a tad bit. But on Monday Night Football, this would be a huge win for the Broncos. But I, I have to agree with you. The Bills just seem like they own the Broncos um, the, just from all angles. Maybe something changes this upcoming year. Maybe I'm wrong. I could look back on this and clown uh, the two of us. But um, I would have to agree with you and say uh the, the broncos lose this one by probably like 10 in my opinion i think maybe they come out of the 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 bye week a little you know unhinged maybe i will add you know that old saying and people say you know you learn from your losses and stuff i think mm-hmm. as fans and as spectators of the game i think we are going to learn a lot about this team i i am predicting a loss but we're going to learn a lot about this team and the way they the the because Payne, what, what he brings to the team is that culture and that mentality of just, you know, focusing on every single rep, every single play. So we're not going to see, you know, plays being taken off by players like what we used to see, especially last year and stuff yeah. like that. And we're going we're, we're gonna to learn a lot about this team. And just because it's going to be a loss, which hurts, we're going to learn a lot. And I think that's going to play a big dividend going throughout the season. 
another thing I think about this in like all sports is like when you're facing these teams that clearly impact the seating in the playoffs, it's like, I, maybe it's like a, I feel like it's a very hot take. I, I would rather lose to like some of these, um, you know, contenders in the playoffs and potentially for the Super Bowl in the regular season. And then you have a, I don't know, maybe it's just a way I think, I feel like some teams like when they lose in the regular season, they're more willing or more probable to win in the playoffs, if that makes sense. I just feel like we see that trend a little bit sometimes where like teams, they they're so confident after they beat a team in the regular season. And it's like in the postseason, I'm like, yeah, they're probably going to lose this one because, you know, I don't know. It's just very hard to see a team actually like sweep a team, you know, both in the regular season and postseason. Maybe I'm completely reaching here, but I see it very often in the NFL. We saw it with the the Chiefs and like the Bills last year, where um, I believe the Bills beat them in the regular season and the Chiefs they beat them in the in the in the postseason. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, everyone has their their, their takes on that, and I, I just I just believe, you know, this is going to be a learning experience Monday night for this game. And again, just because we lose doesn't mean it's it's going to be a very very painful loss it's gonna it's gonna be a good experience for the rest of the season yeah exactly you can only learn from uh you know games like that even if you win or lose regardless so um so the next game the broncos will be heading back to the mile high against the minnesota vikings which their 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 offense just looks very very scary um i don't really know what uh, is going to happen here with dalvin cook so that this could play a factor we don't know if he's going to get released um people are saying he might get released uh post the june 1st designation um so maybe he's a bronco at this game and he's playing his uh his revenge game um you you never know he's maybe he's uh playing against his former team but um i know uh you know a lot of people in the predominantly orange chat uh kind of want that yeah I know you know for sure, uh, but uh, the Broncos here, uh, I, as of now, with the way the running back room is looking, they definitely have the uh, the advantage at, at the running, uh, you know, r- rushing offense. They they prepare themselves from the offensive la- line standpoint with great run blockers. They have their better running backs. Um, the, this is this matchup looks definitely better on that side of the paper. What are you thinking here? Because the by the addition of uh, Jordan Addison and they still have KJ Osborne who in my opinion might be poised for a huge breakout year even with Jay Jetta still there they have an insane you know lethal offense in the air what are you thinking here and how this uh this shapes up yeah I mean I think this game is a very you know scary game and I say that because of the offense from from Minnesota like you said you know <laughs> Justin Jefferson is a complete beast and that whole offense with Kevin O'Connor was very very good um so th- I mean there is a very very real possibility we can be coming off back-to-back losses and playing Cleveland the very next week. Um, but I just think, you know, you know, everyone likes to make fun of primetime Kirk and all that. Um, I just think Champagne is going to have the guys ready for uh, for that primetime game. I think we get the the win. I don't think it's going to be an easy win. It's for sure going to be a slugfest. And uh, I think this game, we're going to have to rely on Russell Wilson a lot. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and uh, Wilson's going to have to ball out. Yeah, hopefully our Russell Wilson wins his uh, second Sunday Night Football um, game uh, in year uh, in two years in a row. So um, obviously he won that one in crunch time against the Niners last year, and they have this one against the Minnesota and the NFC as well. So hopefully they can pick up the W here. This is one of those ones I really can't predict uh, who's going to win this one. I really can see it going both ways, honestly. Um, the Broncos secondary though is going to have to. It's going to be like an X factor in this game, in my opinion. Um, so. 
Uh, moving on, the Broncos will stay at home the next week on uh, November 26th, playing the Cleveland Browns. Uh, at this point, we do expect Deshaun Watson to be somewhere back to his old self just a little bit. I mean, last year he did look very rusty, as you would expect for any quarterback not playing two years in the NFL. So um, I would expect him to, you know, I don't know how he's going to perform in the mile high. Um, we saw him, um, you know, Kareem Jackson, uh, you know, hit sticking uh, D hop back in Houston, um, giving them hell that game. I know uh, Drew Locke uh, dropped them off, but um, so the, they'll be, uh, rich, they'll be coming back to a Denver for this game. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson at least. Uh, so on Fox, uh, what are we thinking about this game and how this won't play? Um, that, that Cleveland defensive line definitely looks scary. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you know, every year, you know, you, we see a schedule before the season starts and we're like, oh, we're going to beat this team. Our, our roster is better than this roster, whatever. I, I think we dropped this one. I think this is one of the games that you say, man, we, we, we should have won. And I think at the end, we're, we're going to drop it. Um, I just think Miles Garrett and the, that defensive line is going to might have a, a field day on us. And again, it, those games happen at times where you just drop one and stuff like that. And I think this is a very, very capable game, especially at home. And I'm predicting the us to beat Minnesota. So after a primetime win, maybe, you know, feeling a little high playing Cleveland, I think we drop it. Yeah, I, I, this is another one just like the Minnesota game. I definitely could see it going either way. This one just really depends on how Deshaun Watson comes along because if he looks like just – even if he improved just a little bit from what we saw last of him, I, I think the Broncos win this one. But um, just look, looking at the matchup, one-on-one on, one on paper the Broncos O-line um, you know the depth is not very uh, it's not really where we want it at who knows how the injuries look up at this point and you know it's late in the season so um, I, I would have to pick the the Browns to win this one just really close though I think it's like a two three point game um, I don't think it's going to be like more than a touchdown so yeah this is this is definitely one of those like the Vikings I mentioned it's going to kind of be like a toss-up um so uh, the next one, we were just talking about the Houston Texans stadium. The Broncos will be traveling back to NRG Stadium after that blowout a few years ago where Drew Locke put on a show. Um, I know a lot of the Broncos fans remember that game, one of the better games in recent memory. Um, he had like three touchdowns, 300 yards in the first half. So uh, maybe we see a repeat of that from Russell Wilson. Who knows? Um, that Texans secondary uh, can't really name anybody besides uh, Derek Stingley. So, um, uh, you know, hopefully he puts on a slugfest. That's kind of what I'm expecting in this one. Um, they do, uh, you know, they do have CJ Stroud. So this is year. So they definitely uh, have an upgrade from last year, a quarterback. Um, this one, like I mentioned, will be in Houston at 305. Uh, central time on CBS um, entering the month of December. So what are we thinking in this one against the Texans? Uh, I think we got to win this one by like at least a touchdown or 10 points. Yeah. So I, I, I have us winning this one. I think we bounce back after the Cleveland loss, you know, from my prediction, I think we bounce back, um, you know, just playing a rookie quarterback. And I know CJ, CJ Stroud at this point, he may be doing well, may be doing bad. I just think our, our, our talent on defense will cause, you know, fits and problems for him. And, uh, First time head coach, I think Sean Payne, you know, gives him a, a run for his money. So I think we get the win. Uh, so the Broncos, uh, for the first time all season, um, this is this one's kind of interesting because, like, in the past, past few years, we are used to playing the Chargers, like, relatively early. And this year, they don't play them all the way till week 14. Um, so this one will be interesting. The Broncos always seem to split at least one game, uh, you know, the series between the Chargers every single year. Um, I would love to see them sweep them this year. I definitely, I definitely could see it, in my opinion. Brandon Staley is still their head coach. Um, they should have moved on from him, in my opinion. So um, I think this will give the Broncos a little bit a 
little bit of the advantage here. Obviously, Justin Herbert just seems like he gets better and better every year. He's got a cannon for an arm. Top five uh, quarterback in the league, in my opinion. Um, the Broncos travel uh, to SoFi Stadium here in week 14. Um, it'll be on CBS at one, uh, 125. So what, what are you thinking about uh, this game against the Chargers? Uh, I think the Broncos win this one, even though it's away. It, it'll feel like a home game as usual. Yeah, I mean, I, this will be, you know, we had two home games against the Chargers, which is very nice. <laughs> um, I mean, besides, you know, the Chargers social media team killing it on Twitter with the schedule release, uh, I do think uh, we, we got the win here. Um, I actually think this year we actually we take both games from them. But, I mean, again, like last year, we had the Chargers at Los Angeles. We had that game won. But, yeah, well, that know, was, that was such a rough game. Yeah, I, I don't think that happens again. I, Sean Payton, it, he won't make the same mistakes Hackett made. I think Russ is going to be extremely better than last year. And I, I, th- I think the Chargers, with getting Kevin Morris off as a corner, I don't – I just I I, I got to see it to believe it. And at this point, uh, I'll take the Broncos. Yeah, too many coaching mistakes and special teams mistakes as well. And you know, with the addition of Mike Westhoff, I I assume, and you know Ben Kotwicka as well. Um, yeah. I the special teams has to be like vastly improved up to this point, and not even those additions. Like you brought multiple players like Tremont Smith. Um, you know, I can go completely down the list. Um. Multiple guys that will make a big impact on the special teams. You got you got a lot of rookies that you know more emphasize on the special team side of the ball. I assume JL Skinner will have an impact there as well. Um, we yeah. saw last year with the you know that that situation late in the game with Montreal Washington, PJ Locke. Not that was that really really sold the game. I got all the love in the world to PJ Locke and uh, Montreal, you know the people, but that 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 play really you know turned things around. And that game, I just still can't believe we lost that. You know, to be honest, I mean, Barrett Browning was having a pretty good game as well, I remember. But, yeah, the Broncos, I would have to agree with you. I think they're going to sweep the Chargers this year. Um, I think they'll pick up this one at SoFi, and then they'll easily pick up the one in Denver in uh, Week 17. Um, so, move on on next uh, to the Bill Belichick uh, Patriots. Obviously, one of the all-time, you know, best head coaches in NFL history. On Christmas Eve, prime time, it will be um, – Sunday, I believe that uh, that's Sunday Night Football, right? On uh, NFL Network, I could be wrong. Um, it'll be at six fifteen Mountain Time. Yeah. yeah so primetime game for the Broncos. Uh, they're uh, at, at home against the Patriots. Uh, lots, you know, good memories for the OG Broncos fans against the Patriots. Um, what are you thinking about this one? Uh, Mac Jones still the franchise quarterback apparently for uh, the Patriots here. So we're going straight to the New England game, and we're skipping the Detroit. Oh game. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My my reading my reading definitely uh, need a new prescription. Anyways, we got uh, the December sixteenth and seventeenth game uh, at Detroit in Ford Field. Um, that's kind of still to, uh, to be determined for uh, the time and uh, where that's going to be on uh, you know televised. But what are you thinking about that game? Um, compl- nearly just completely passed up on uh, you know, the Lions uh, franchise there, probably like a lot of fans do anyways. But what are we thinking about that game against the, the Detroit Lions? Obviously, they look like a much more uh, revamped and improved roster. Yeah. I mean, would it be – I don't want to say crazy, but would it be kind of crazy if I say we, we lose at Detroit at this point? I mean, Detroit possible, is a better. Ben Johnson is a very good offensive coordinator. I think they'll still have a high-octane offensive, you know, with that, with that group, um, I think it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if we won, but I think I think I think we do drop this one. Interesting, 
Yeah, I th- this one another one of those like the the Browns and Vikings could it could go either way. Um, it's going to be in Detroit. I don't know how much of a factor that will play. I mean, they have a they have a good fan base, but um, just from it, you know, on on paper, I c- I could see this. You know, they're secondary. They made they made some good addition. They made some good additions. You, you can't deny that. Um, this one ultimately though, I I just gotta believe in Sean Payton. I don't I don't really think the Broncos offense drops this one against that defense. I don't think that defense is gonna be as good as you know maybe their fan base is is hyping them up to be. I know a lot of people are picking them to win that division this year, which is very possible. You know with the way sh- things shape up with the the Vikings, they're kind of always a one you know one possession team. Um, you know winning like that, and I don't know how far that'll take them. Maybe they improve, but um, at Detroit, I'm gonna go ahead and have to say I disagree. I think the Broncos go ahead and walk into Detroit and pick up this win gather some momentum off that chargers win and uh you know build off of that heading into uh heading back to home against um new england which by the way that's i'm just realizing that's three straight away games so this will be like kind of an underrated stretch for the broncos like i think you gotta those are two afc teams you know you don't really know how they're going to shape up to be i don't expect the texans to be very good but you have a three game you know away streak this I would expect the Broncos, uh, you know, maybe struggle a little bit with one of these uh, these uh, games here for sure. So I could see where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, I, I forgot to mention that too. Uh, but you know, coming off you know a vast road trip after you know going back home, I think this is a potential game that you know we can for sure lose, not in a blowout fashion, but we could for sure you know lose by a touchdown or or so. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think during this stretch, you know, Houston Chargers and and Detroit got to go two and one. Got to go two and one. Can't go one and two, and for sure can't go on three. So yeah, definitely not. Yeah, that that I definitely like. Yeah, great point. You have to at least win two of those games. You can't afford that, especially this late in the season where the kind of you know place with seeding. Certain teams in AFC will be in the hunt, so you definitely got to win at least two of those. Um, in my opinion, looking at those three games, I think the Broncos go three and zero. I think they really capitalize off that. Um, you know that away stretch, um, away from the mile high. So that would be kind of like a best case scenario. Um, so, uh, now that we're back on track in the right order, uh, so we go to, um, back to the, uh, mile high against the new England Patriots on Sunday night football, Christmas Eve. Um, I believe it's been, it's been a while since we've had a Christmas, uh, you know, Christmas Eve game or a Christmas game, right? Yeah. I mean, for a Christmas Eve game, I haven't remembered a Christmas Eve game in a quite, quite a while. I think last year we did play the rams and christmas day if i oh know. that is true yeah yeah let's not talk just, about uh, the rams game though yeah let's uh, not yeah. talk about that <laughs> but yeah we did not play a christmas game last year you are correct <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, the Broncos will be playing against uh, the Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, Patriots. Is it a stretch to say that I feel like Mac Jones won't even be the starter at this point, especially this late in the season? I, I think maybe I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but I think there's a different starter going into this game. I don't know if it's Zappy or maybe a different veteran quarterback or someone they maybe even trade for. I don't think the Mac, Mac Jones is a starter in this game. Um, it'll be a primetime game. I don't I don't see whoever the Patriots quarterback will be, you know, starting in that game, you know, in the mile high. I think, you know, this seems a little unrealistic, but I think after like that Cleveland game, the Broncos are f- like four and oh in this stretch. I think they I think they win this one against the Patriots easily at home. I have them winning as well, especially, you know, from my point of view and how the schedule is going to go. I think they bounce back from that Detroit loss. Um, you know, I think they just protect home, uh, home turf, home field. I think they get the dub uh, prime time, uh, as I see, 6.15 mountain time. So I think uh, fans can see another prime time win. So uh, I think we'll be looking good by uh, week 17 and 18 after a win. 
against the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Russell Wilson just doesn't throw any uh, goal line interceptions against that. Uh, you know, I guess that team he did against in the Super Bowl, but uh, just, that that was that was terrible as a fan as a Russell Wilson. I don't know why I say that, but anyways, uh, the Broncos their second matchup against the Chargers in the Mile High. I know we uh, both said that we could very well see see the Broncos sweeping the Chargers this season. Uh, what what do you think about this one? You're still sticking with that uh, sweep here? I, with me personally, I don't know. I think I think they they could drop this one potentially. Yeah, I'm sticking with the sweep. And again, I, Herbert is actually one of my favorite quarterbacks. And to think think that and be like, oh, then how do you have them sweeping them? I, I'm just not a big believer in Kevin Moore, who made a lot of mistakes with the Cowboys. I think he will do the same with the Chargers. Um, I think he's going to mismanage those players. I, I don't think Brandon Staley's defense is that good, his system at least. You know, he has some good players on that side of the ball. But, I mean, and Brandon Staley is a head coach. I mean, I mean, no disrespect, but Brandon Staley – has a lot, a lot of mistakes as a head coach. And I think by this time this year, I think Brandon Staley will be on the hot seat. So uh, I think uh, they get the dub here and they get the the sweep. Uh, so to cap off the regular season, the Broncos, um, yet another AFC West opponent. They start off the season against the Raiders and they end off the season against the Raiders. So this one uh, is to, to, still to be determined for the time and the where it will be televised. Um, we still don't know if it'll be Saturday or Sunday, the 6th or 7th, um, a few days after the new year. But the Broncos will be heading to uh, Las Vegas in an away game at Legion Stadium uh, to take on the Raiders. Um, this one could potentially, I don't think the Raiders will be in the playoffs this year, but I think this one could definitely have some playoff implications. And if maybe the Broncos are like really just above a 500 record and maybe this one has a lot of implications for the playoffs, maybe the Raiders have some extra motive to knock them off and not let them get into the playoffs. So this could potentially be like a marquee matchup for the Broncos here late in the season. Yeah, and I think by by this game, I think uh, we'll have 10 wins, if I'm correct with my uh, predictions. I think that this will have to be a must-win game, especially with how stacked the AFC is. Um, I think Sean Payne's going to throw everything he got. I think, I mean, hopefully by then, if the AFC is a little shaky this year, which I don't think it's not, uh, hopefully we have a playoff spot clinch by then, but I am certain we're not. We're probably going to have to fight for it. And uh, no, hopefully... If you tell me right now week 18 is a win and you're in scenario, I'll take that 100%. And uh, I do think uh, the Broncos beat the Raiders in Las Vegas to make it 11 wins uh, on my predictions and uh, clinch a wild card spot. Oh, wow. You got them going 11-6 this season. So, uh, yeah, final uh, record predictions. Um, Me, I got to go, you know – it probably doesn't even align up with what, you know, the wins and losses I had throughout the, you know, the from week one to week 18, but I'm going with like nine and eight or 10 and seven. That, that seems pretty realistic, probably like 10 and seven. Um, and you're, go, you're sticking with the, uh, the official 11 and six year and the Broncos, uh, I assume are getting the wild card spot. Yeah. And I think the big reason why we get the 11 and six is the sweep of the chargers. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a very big series between us and, uh, even the sweep versus the Raiders. I mean, Again, I know I'm a little biased because you know I like the Broncos and obviously we're supposed to hate the Raiders. I just, I just don't see that 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 system working with Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think it, it's gonna mold well. I know they know the system, you know, in and out. I just I think it's gonna be a hard hard buy-in for the rest of the players. And we all know how McDaniels is as a coach, at least from the Denver side. So uh, no, I think I think Sean Payne is gonna going to bring a winning winning ways to this program and to the building and the organization. 
think everyone's going to buy in. And uh, there's going to be, uh, you know, some good times this, this year. Yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah, that caps off our immediate reactions to the Denver Broncos 2023 schedule release. Um, very raw and initial reactions to everything and kind of how we see things going. I have the Broncos going nine and eight or 10 and seven. Uh, Jordan has the Broncos going 11 and six. Both of us, I think we both can agree the Broncos will finally make the playoffs for the first time in eight years. Crazy to even say that. It feels like just the other day Peyton Manning was uh, dropping dimes, you know, you know, contending for the Super Bowl, but is what it is. Um, I really could see Sean Payton being the big, you know, trade this offseason that gets the Broncos just over the hump into the playoffs in the wild card. Um, with that being said, uh, the Broncos did, uh, you know, make a move to potentially, you know, boost the, uh, the defense and retain that continuity for Vance Joseph, who he seems to like. Uh, the Broncos re-signed Kareem Jackson, the veteran safety, to a one-year $2.67 million deal. Um, Jordan, we had you on the show um, if you, you know, uh, a few days ago, around a week ago, talking about whether the Broncos should bring him back or not. Me, you, and Jordan uh, Mackey all agreed that we felt like maybe we should have gave the keys to Kareem, uh, or excuse me, Caden Stearns as a starter and kind of just let the young guys play, especially with the draft pick of J.L. Skinner. So after the Broncos made this move, how are you feeling in response to it? Well, I still feel the same way. I mean, I'm happy Kareem is back. You know, I, I like him as a player, and I think he's a big part of the locker room. But, you know, a key part did come out on Twitter with uh, Mike Cliss saying that, you know, I think Kareem is taking, a, you know, a lesser role. Uh, yep. with this uh, one-year signing. Um, I think they're, they're still going to let the young kids play. Um, and I think his veteran leadership is the main part why they brought him back. And also for depth. I mean, we're one injury away from being thin in that position. And, uh, you know, God forbid anything happens, but, you know, Kareem can step right in. And, you know, he already knows, uh, you know, the players well. He has that chemistry with them. So I, I don't mind it, especially with the, the terms that came with it. Yeah, and you brought up well, you know, with what Mike Kliss, uh said, you know, prior to the new cr- contract, and I posted this on my Instagram at Broncos Avenue. Mike Kliss said that the Broncos kind of, you know, communicated and spoke with, uh, you know, Kareem Jackson and told him what the situation would be, saying that we'd have to take more of a less condensed role, you know, especially if Caden uh, has a very healthy and an impressive camp, which we fully expect out of him. We had Caden on the podcast, and he said, you know this is months ago. He said that he's a hundred percent ready to compete. He's ready to go. Even though we've seen some, you know, websites, I'm not going to go out and name any writers, but they're saying apparently that Caden Stearns isn't ready to be, you know, be good for the start of camp. Don't know where that's coming from. You're, don't I don't believe you even have any sources there, but um, Caden, I can tell you guys, he's ready to go. He's ready to compete. The hip is doing really well. That was something that carried over from college, and he thought he could get, he thought he could kind of, you know, get away with it. And eventually, he had to get the surgery, and he's doing great now. He's ready to compete, like I mentioned, and um, I'm really excited to see what he can do. And th- that news from Mike, you know, really made me, like you mentioned, just a lot more, um, you know, positive and happy about that move because you're adding insurance to that position. It's not a big, you know, contract by any means. It's just over the veteran minimum i mean so what more can you ask of a you know out of a 35 year old with that contract and um i think you're going to see more of like a a condensed role like a you know like we're you know we we discussed and i think maybe uh you know what we saw in that rookie season you know uh 
Kenneth Stearns had two interceptions. You know, last season, starting off just a few games, he allowed an 8.3 passer rating allowed. I mean, talk about, you know, a high, you know, ceiling. So I'm really excited to see what we can do with Cadence uh, or, you know, Justin Simmons. And if the injuries pop back up, you have that insurance option to come in and uh, replace him. So I like this move a lot for the team. And uh, Mike Kliss also tweeted, you know, shout out to, you know, Mike. He, he said the Broncos, out of all the defensive starters, he only missed, like, I believe it was like all but five snaps on the defense last year. I mean, that's insane coming from a 34-year-old who plays with such a physical play style. I mean, how could you not retain that? So I think with the plant they have set in place, I think this is like a really good, you know, uh, signing to kind of cap off free agency in a sense. I mean, I think it only helps Joe uh, Skinner too. I mean, I think it helps him, you know, learning from a guy like Kareem who has a similar play style, I think, in my opinion. You know, that physical, you know, toughness that he brings. He's going to learn how to take care of his body, especially with Kareem knowing how to – he's basically like a damn Iron Man out there. Um, so I think, you know, learning from him on a day, day-to-day basis, you know, learning the position, I think that's going to be big for him. All right, uh, Jordan, to cap off the show, uh, what do you think about the, the Broncos' uh, rookie jersey numbers announced today? I know uh, J.L. Skinner, he seems to be – I don't know if I would say pissed off or like, um, you know, a little uh, ticked off, but um, he's getting number 46 when we all pictured him wearing number zero. And right as of now, number zero is still up for grabs. What do you think about this whole approach from Sean Payton to kind of make players earn a jersey number, even though it's just a number? Yeah, no, if that's the whole reason behind it, I like it. If, if, if they got to go earn their number, earn their number. This, I, I mean, it'll only make J.L. Skinner, I guess, play even better in training camp. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if, if, it's gonna, if they're going to earn it, go ahead and earn it. I like that type of mentality. Uh, I mean, the best number, in my opinion, was probably Alex uh, Forsyth, our, our center. Just old, playing 76. So, uh Besides that, I mean, Marvin Mins with the 83. I mean, hopefully if he earns his number, he can switch to maybe like a single digit or maybe like a, you know, around the teens or something like that. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I know we all, all would have liked to see him get a uh, number 17, but I, I believe a uh, little Jordan Humphrey took that um, before the Broncos uh, drafted Marvin Mims, I believe. So um, yeah. looks like he'll be wearing a different number. I know some fans uh, kind of say that 83 looks nasty on him. As long as he's making plays downfield, who who, who gives a shit? I mean, honestly. So, yeah. so um, a lot of people were kind of upset with that list. And it, it honestly does make sense that he's, you know, Sean Payne's making these players earn their numbers. And I kind of like that about him. He's kind of one of those guys that's going to step in and show his authority and make you you know work hard for what you earn not necessarily just give everything to you like a you know cough cough especially you know a head coach we had last year so uh with that being said jordan uh it was a great time as always with you on the show um that is it for today's episode if you guys enjoyed and are listening on you so make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe all sports greatly appreciate if you guys stay till the end um let us know in the comment section with any feedback if you guys agree on anything if you disagree with anything let us know what your early uh, record prediction is for the team if you agree with me or jordan or necessarily disagree with either of us what you guys think about everything um jordan anything you want to leave us off with uh you know before you exit on the show uh, let it let the fans know your uh, twitter and instagram as well where they can find your work yeah on twitter you guys can find me at jordan t lopez you can find me there um and man check out predominantly orange we got a whole bunch of good stuff uh you know yes, popping up there uh, i just saw that our guy sarah benninger just came out with his uh game by game predictions and uh yeah. you know, spoiler alert he may have the same record that i came up with uh this episode as well <laughs> and uh so yeah just check out the website you know we always got you know good content coming out whether it's me, Amir, Sarah, or our guys, Cam, uh, Lou, or anybody else. We got some good guys over there. Check our stuff. And, uh, man, can't wait for the next episode. 
Absolutely. Great to have you on the team. Uh, we're going to you know, continue to pump out work, do everything we can to uh, get the best content and episodes out for you guys and all the listeners. Greatly appreciate all the support. If you guys are listening on Spotify podcast as well, you guys are greatly appreciated. Make sure you guys leave a five-star rating, hit the fo- follow button, and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode of the Broncos podcast, uh, Broncos Avenue podcast. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, I'm your host, Amir, with my co-host, Jordan Lopez. Until the next one, peace.